Center is warning residents in the path of Hurricane Laura that they have only a few more hours to protect lives and property from what will be a very destructive storm. Laura is already a Category 3 storm and is expected to be a Category 4 when it reaches Texas or the Louisiana shore tonight. This is USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been on this balance of nature for quite some time now. I know that what you put in your body is critical to your health. I listen to AM radio out of Dallas, and you have these people on there witnessing about the differences made in their life. All these people aren't lying about this. I hadn't even had as much as a cold since I've been taking this, and I'm telling you, my energy level has increased unbelievable. So I'm impressed with it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. New court documents have uncovered two memorandums dated May 26th and June 1st that suggests Chief Hennepin County Medical Examiner Dr. Andrew Baker concluded George Floyd likely died from a fentanyl overdose and found no physical evidence that he died of asphyxiation. The memos seemingly run contrary to medical examiners hired by the Floyd family whose final conclusion was that Floyd's death was a homicide. A new economic report showing some positive news. As we hear from USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. An economic report released by the government this morning showing durable goods orders jumping by more than 11% in July. New orders for products that are built to last more than three years, like appliances, rose 11.3% last month, easily beating estimates of a 4.3% gain. This is USA Radio News. Enjoy fresh-made breakfast and lunch all day at the Egg Shop. Family-owned and operated and located across from Mandalay Bay. A must-try is the Egg Griddle. It's a breakfast sandwich created with a pancake bun, omelet, sausage, American cheese, and maple syrup. But the Egg Shop has more than just eggs. Deli sandwiches like the Veggie's Delight or try the Lemonana. Refreshing in this Vegas heat. You can find the Egg Shop at 3961 Las Vegas Boulevard. Open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day except on Tuesdays. Follow them on Instagram at theeggshop.lasvegas. Zinworld Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zinworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Cool off this summer in beautiful southern Utah. The Best Western Plus Ruby's Inn is the closest lodging to Bray's Canyon National Park, where you can enjoy guided horseback rides, mountain biking, helicopter tours, guided ATV rides, and breathtaking views of the canyons. Ruby's Inn offers the finest in accommodations and amenities, including a full buffet breakfast. Ruby's also has a campground and RV park. You'll find all you need to know about this mountain gem at rubiesinn.com. Experience Bryce Canyon the way it was intended at the Best Western Plus Ruby's Inn. 
The Retreat on Charleston Peak is an elegant rustic lodge elevated 6,700 feet in Kyle Canyon. The Retreat is a local's getaway featuring cozy hardwood floor rooms, a pet-friendly facility, and beautiful scenery surrounding the entire resort. Don't forget to grab a bite at the Canyon Restaurant, now serving dine-in, takeout, or curbside pickup. The Retreat on Charleston Peak is also perfect for weddings, banquets, and corporate events. Make your reservation today at RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. That's RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Here we go, another edition of Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas will be joined by John and Mike shortly. David Miller's with us in studio. It was good to see you again last week after the long hiatus. And I'm, I'm just curious, having a week under your belt, or, or was it two weeks now? It's two. This is two here and three betting. Okay. Been now. It's been are you are you up to speed on what's about to happen here? 
you're going to hear, you know, we get our homework assignment yeah. from John. You two guys, I last week was... Uh, He's going to induce me to... to la- last week was the easiest hour I ever did. I sat back and you guys were just... Uh, it was a National Geographic special. You, I don't know who the who was the bear and who was the salmon, but okay. I won that, but you also won... You can tell them about that. Good oh, call. the Indy 500. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Sato, 16 to 1. That was very nice. But the other, so you're about to get the homework assignment from John, and then you do understand you're about to get, it used to be the Baltimore Ravens radio network, but now it's, you know, Mike's weekly golf update. So you're, you're good with all this. I had to give them a, nick, a nickname today. I, I, I got a nickname. I, I, go, go ahead. This is good. The Beasts from the East. The Beasts from the East. Yes. Can you guys live I up like to it. that? You like it? I like it. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> uh, okay. John and Mike, how you guys doing? My son, I woke oh. up this morning. He looks at me. He says, how did they score 150 points last night? Is there any defense in the NBA anymore? I said, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Look, I can tell you this. I got a guy who lives in Costa Rica. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Listen, I got a guy, Big Jim in Costa Rica, infamously edge bets, unders in the NBA when I meet him 10 years ago. I call him this when the season opens. I go, how's that under system? How are we going to do? He goes, I'm taking it off. There's going to be no defense. All the games are going to go over, get close to the number. I mean, really, we'll get into the other stuff in a minute. But, Dave, I know you're not a big totals better. I mean, do you just look at these games and just say, man, well, yeah, you got to take the under for value because they're too high? Because no matter how high they make them, I haven't seen a 280 point over and under yet. That's unless now we're talking all star game. game. Yeah, now we're talking exactly. All-star. I said unless unless it's an all star game, but it's almost well, like well, every game's an all star game. Well, yeah, it feels like that. And then the totals through the years have have gone up a few points every year because you used to blindly just play the 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 ones that were two twenty or over and shop around, go under, and, and it felt like it had a good edge. Now, now, yeah, do you have the numbers on that? How it's Done. I do not. I just. I was. Just, it's interesting from a 15-year-old's perspective who's not interested with the spread, and he plays basketball. And what obviously, when he would train at school, they would say defense. It's all about defense. Practice the defense. Anybody can shoot, but you got to practice. And then he, you're a kid. You turn on the TV. Where's the defense? Well, the fact that he's a 15-year-old going, Dad, it went over the total again. You're, you're, uh, well, okay. Well, he is my son, but that's all another story. <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you that you know all the things, the tried and true angles, uh, things that have worked for everybody for a lot of years. You know, some are in play, like a, a letdown spot, maybe more so in golf, uh, into in some different sports. So it's almost like you're applying the stuff that's worked for years, but you got to totally adjust mm-hmm. on the fly. If the, this is yeah. a, a unique set of circumstances for all these athletes, so it's a unique set of circumstances for us that are betting on the games. And on the way in, now we can get into this football debate. I don't know that we've had this debate with David, and I think maybe that would be fun to talk about when we get to football. I truly believe the visiting teams uh, are going to succeed and score more points than they ever have before because they're not dealing with crowd noise on the road. We'll see. We, we can have that debate. 
But with what we've seen so far, I would tell you the one thing that is like, Merry Christmas, found something. And that's like, what edge is there? We thought, oh, the NBA, they probably wouldn't play that much defense. That We talked about that. But hockey, the one advantage, the only advantage a team gets is in game seven, they get to make the last change. So that's like, that's it. You know, it wasn't that big. So, but all of a sudden, now what we've seen through the first round of the playoffs and the best of five play-in series, we found something. And that's in elimination games. When a team is facing elimination, those games are dead overs. Absolute dead overs. Those teams mentally check out. They've been in a bubble slash prison for God knows how long. Once they're once they're starting to get stomped, they quit. They don't. They they know the next season starts in the last period and a half. They're playing not to get hurt. It turns into pond hockey. And the one thing is, they're not worried about getting embarrassed in front of their fans when they're getting murdered because they're playing in, in an empty arena. And I'm just telling you, virtually every elimination game, when you get to an elimination game in hockey, play it over. And, and it's right there in front of your eyes. Teams are checking out. It's interesting. Well, you know, it's interesting. So I, I want to talk about, and again, I won't take over the show. Let's bring Mike in. Mike, is Mike on the golf course? <laughs> no, I'm back in the office. I was on the golf course this morning. Listen, he called um, me I, by accident while he was playing golf, Brian, and I called him back. I got the Im- immediate decline. Sorry on the on the on the green. It was an accident. Oh, oh you got a decline? <laughs> Where he I got the decline. Hit decline. I'm a, oh man, he, he straight hit. The, I can tell when a guy hits decline. He straight declined me as he was, uh, you know, on the ninth hole. See, I just let well, they it call that they going. call that the ex girlfriend button. See, no, Mike. Mike, you, what you got to say. Right. No, no, they call no, it the ex-wife. No, no, the no, ex-wife, no, the no, ex-wife no, 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 Mike, Mike, <laughs> you got to, you got to, uh, listen, right. I'm out on a golf course. I'm in the middle of, you know, some pasture with trees. There's no Wi-Fi. It's bad reception. You don't tell them you hit the decline button. What are you, a buffoon? No, I mean, I, I texted him back and I said, <laughs> I accidentally, you know, when you go into a group message, if you if it hits the wrong button, the group FaceTimes the whole the whole group. Oh, so you're on the golf course? <laughs> yeah, and it's in my pocket, so there's nothing for him to look at. But no, it's uh, I had a I had a good. I, what I do for exercise now, and and Dave will probably look at me the next time I see him and goes, "What is wrong with you?" Because during COVID, we had worked out on Zoom almost every day, and now my workout is I walk the back nine at a course at six thirty in the morning. With the bag on my back, I do a couple air squats in between holes. You know, I, I make it count. But that's right now my exercise. Well, at one point you could you could hold your girlfriend above your head and squat <laughs> with clean form. So I was so I was thinking, hmm, let me try that with just yeah. you know a little bit of weight, and it was tough. So yeah, hopefully you haven't lost it. No, no, haven't lost. It. I actually feel better because I gave my muscles a break, and now when I'm now I'm like integrating back into the gym. Um, I just, with now with all these restrictions and I hate working out in a mask, I don't have a home gym. So my home gym is uh hole one. That's where I start the work. All right. We've got to get it in somehow, somewhere. I love it. All right. It's How's all the about golf? the mental. Are you getting better at golf? 
much better. So I, uh, I, I took a lesson this morning after I played. Um, he basically redesigned my drive. I'm, my irons, I'm playing well, Brian. My short game's much better. But he redesigned my drive because I was losing so much distance because it would banana from left to right. And now I'm not hitting it that well, but I think after practice, 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 and, and getting the right form down, you know, I'm hitting it one every five times perfect. Are you hitting? Are you hitting? A, are you hitting a? Uh, well, be nice. Are you hitting a fade slice? No, fade. it's a banana. It comes out. Oh, okay. The, the, you got it. Comes it. out. Yeah. All right. You've at, left to right. All right. Go to the when you go to the driving range. Right. I'm just t- telling you to try this. Just stand there like you're swinging a baseball bat. And when, when you swing a baseball bat, what do you what do you do? I'll tell you what you're not doing. What do you do when you hit right, right at the point of contact when you're hitting a baseball? You flip your wrists. You over. roll your wrists. Yeah. You roll them, not flip them. Roll them. So well, if, I'm, not, I'm not a baseball player, so it's uh, tough for me to right. understand that concept. So, I played lacrosse my whole life. Right. So. Okay. So what you want to do is right at the at the point of contact. It doesn't matter. You see guys like Jim Furyk and guys with ugly, ugly swings like Matthew Wolf. But what do they do at the point they're hitting the ball? They're flush, right? But when they finish, you roll your wrists. You, so you, 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 you know, if you, if you, so you're just hitting it, and then your body and your arms are coming up, but you're, you're, you're not, you're not turning along with your body, so the ball goes left to right. At the point of contact, roll your wrists. Wait, you see that, and, and you'll, and you'll add thirty yards too. By the way. Yeah, I'm getting there. You know, yeah, no, I, well, I've seen your swing. It's for a guy that's just started. It's really good. And I'm not saying take it on the golf course, but try it on the range a couple of times. Because because right. you'll either hit a dead straight, or you may even play a. a if you do it, do, do it, and and then you get it rhythmically repeat that swing and start playing a draw. If you're playing a draw as opposed to a, a fade, you're you're going to add 25 yards because when the ball lands, it releases and rolls. You hit a slice, right. it just dies. Right. You're 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 a nut bar about this. It's great. Try it. Just try it on the range a couple times. All right, I guys, guys, I gotta go. I'll be back. In <laughs> That's great. Uh, Are you still at the course? No, you're no, in the office. No, 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 no. Well, but the clubs are in my trunk. No, no wait, but, but no, John, <laughs> wait a minute. You you can't tell me that. Uh, all right, I'll say yes is the two dollar favorite here. Uh, that one of these two things is happening in your office. Uh, and let me finish. One is more likely than the other. The the one could be that he's you know he's got the clubs in there if you got enough room with the little golf wiffle ball, and and he's hitting balls in the office. That that's that's a long longer shot. But I can I can virtually guarantee yes minus three fifty. This guy is at least putting in the office. Not yet. Actually, oh, you're not, right. not, you have not. You know what? You're not, not dedicated. Listen, <laughs> I will. I will say in terms of insanity with a sport, I'm much worse than him. I actually have like six bicycles, and I have one in my office on a trainer. And I literally, instead of sitting on the chair, pedal while I'm talking Why to clients. Just get a Peloton. Yeah, that's fake. Anyway, so um, anyway, so he, so so I want to. This is what I want to talk about. We're gonna get. We got the whole show to get in numbers, but. I, and I'm, I'm gonna. I want to be judicious with my words, Mr. Miller. Um, is there a, re, a reversion to the mean for the people that are listening to this radio show 
No. And happened to notice that favorites are just killing it in the playoffs. Actually, so, there, I don't think there's a mean reversion. I think what happens, and you can call it what you want, is the bookmakers just, just have to put a point or point and a half extra on each one of these. And what happens is you'll start to see the dogs cashing in the long run. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's guaranteed, obviously. So, so you would really look to play dogs more than, than you would in regular situations. But, yeah, this last week, I'll be honest, was one of the worst weeks I've ever had. What, what I'm not, I, I said I was going to be judicious with my comments. I wasn't picking on you. What I was asking is, I'm more, you're, look, you're a professional better. For the listeners that are members of your service, um, maybe they, you know, they can't handle the, we'll call it the word volatility of losing, ver- streaks of winning, streaks of losing. What I want to know, really, and I want you to basically speak to the client's that subscribe to your service. How, if doing it correctly, what's the secret for David Miller where David Miller is in a good mood, followed, being followed around by camera production crews doing a documentary, The Life of Dave Miller, while literally he's taking every ticket and ripping it up as confetti one after the other, and your mood never changes. I want to speak to the psychology we talk about it, but, you know, in this industry that I've been part of for 34 years, you'll hear a lot of people only talking about the good times and not the bad times. Speak to, I'm going to shut up. I want you to speak to the people that are subscribers of your service. One of the things you said on your Instagram story when you were in the car, you were being followed, which is, and I want you to elaborate because we, we are the ones on the front wait, line. Wait, 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 at, wait, 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 wait. He's being followed in his car, or he's being followed. Well, he's, on we're doing a, we're, we're doing a documentary, the life of a professional sports gambler. He was being recorded this weekend, and the camera crews were literally following him from casino to casino to casino. And he said something, and you said this on your Instagram story. You said it's not about winning or losing; it's about getting your money in good. That's all well, but elaborate for the layman who's subscribing to the service who's calling up Mike and going, I can't win a game. I'll let well, you speak. Well, I'm in a situation where I have a massive sample over the 16 years. So doing what I do and going about it, how I'm going about it, I know that in the long run you're going to have extreme ups and downs, more than more than you can imagine, too, for the ups and the downs because it is it is close to a, a coin flip, what you're betting most of the time. So... It's just something that I that I believe in what I'm doing, and my numbers back it up. And I just you just can't get emotional. You have to just you have to know you have to know this is just part of the process. But for somebody that that's that just starts betting or somebody emotionally unstable, this is hard because you you don't you don't have the confidence of the big sample like I do. So that's why, yeah, he did. He did ask me, "Are you okay?" And I go, "Yeah, I'm fine." And he's like, "I said, do you want to turn the camera on for this one?" And but yeah, I, I hear you. But no, I've had bigger downs. I've had ups where I felt like I had a crystal ball. Uh, I've had a couple of those NFL years where the favorites did really good. I, I same thing happened, and it's it's just something I I'm bro- I'm broken in. I'm broken in, I guess. Is, is what but it's also, for the listener out there, the, the, the person subscribing, 
when you make a statement like it's not about winning or losing, it's about getting your money in good. I want them, I'm archiving these shows online at Sports Insider Radio. I want to be able to take this episode that we're doing today, and every time there's a couple of losses, say go back and listen to this segment of this show. What do you mean by that for the person who's working from 9 to 5, subscribing to VegasRingers.com, expecting to have quit his day job and only bet your games for a living, which is also unrealistic? What do you say to that person when you say winning and losing doesn't matter, it's about getting in good? What does that mean? Translate it for the layman. Well, well, because over a big sample, basically every bet has an edge in the long run. Now, some of them you have a misread. Some of them have a bigger edge than you thought. But in theory, you have expected plus, plus expected value, basically. So I know I have that in, in most of the stuff I'm doing. Like I said, I do have, everyone has misreads. We're human. But over, over the big sample, I'm going to make money. I've had way bigger losing streaks. It was like 65000 in the week or something. And uh, so, so it's comforting that I have this big sample and I know what I'm doing. I, I know I want to make money, and I know I know it's just part of the process. I don't know how else to answer it. I don't know. But if that... I, well, I, I, well, I mean, the specific comment: getting your money in good. So, does that mean getting the right line? Does that mean having more than one sports book? Did I'm just yeah. parsing that one comment: Pro- getting so, your money so, in good. Okay, so that's what you want to know, just with the fundamentals. So, price shopping, going contrarian, but even even more important staying contrarian when when it almost for example i had the blazers the other day and the lakers blew them out the game before and they did again and then or or the two games before and they and everybody said i could have told you the blazers were going to win or the lakers were going to win did you see last game so it's 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 having the heart to just keep keep going contrarian staying with the fundamentals and uh not not betting too much as well so that you are able to rebound um, and, and you don't bust. That's important too, bankroll management. Bankroll management's that you know how important that is. How many people have told you that they've gone bust over like three games? I mean, this is crazy. Oh, absolutely. And Mike, Mike is on the front lines dealing with that. And what I, wanted, what I wanted to, and we've gone over bankroll money management before, but what I wanted to, the other question that we'll get asked, and I want you to answer it on the air if you can, is the expected value in the edge that someone doesn't even need to, from the layman's point of view, they're sitting back and they're saying, obviously, let's say they're new and they started last week. They're saying, well, why, do, why would I buy a service? Why would I follow Dave? I'm, I'm being the devil's advocate. Um, mm-hmm. if, if all he does is bet dogs, and I know you don't just bet dogs. I know because I've been dealing with you for five, six years. But what would you say to the person who their perception is you never lay the wood in, in, in basketball because we're, we're not talking about NFL right now or college football. And it, it, with that person's like calling Mike and saying, well, what, I, I don't even need to see the picks. I'll just bet every dog. Well, if you do that, maybe you're, maybe you're 50.5% or something, whatever dogs, in, uh, dogs are over the big sample. But I don't, first of all, so the first reason I don't just bet dogs, it is I look to play the dog a little bit more in the long run okay and then number two which is very important too is the timing of the bet so you can save your not say you i don't want to say you could save yourself some juice but yeah kind of the timing of the bet when you place the bet 
So I mean, I'm watching the market conditions globally, and I feel my timing of when to play the play the teams I play is maximized in the long run. So I'm not perfect. The other day I had uh, Denver plus three and a half, and it closed four. So I felt bad, and then that was the game where they where they hit the shot right at the end. That could have went any, either way. Got lucky on that one. It was one of the ones I won. And in uh, the same well, day, you had Denver last night. Say, you had Denver last night again. Yeah, so. last night too. But this, the funny thing is, that was the same day the 76ers also hit a shot right at the end. So now let me ask you this question for the the people that like to do in game live, and then I'll let Mike and Brian get in on this. Um, I obviously was aware of your selection. I was aware you had Denver for the game, and what I did because you know how you know what I did. I just pounded Denver in the second half, minus one and a half. Do you agree or disagree with that bet? Because well, I already knew you were on him. Well, what if what if Sharp Places had it pick them one and you laid one and a half? So you took a worse number on the spread, which people will do, but I'll I'll help them so that they don't do that. That's another reason. That's another thing I do for my clients. But uh, if 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 you if you didn't check the going rate at the places far away, you know them. Uh, right. It was a mistake, no matter what I think, because you kind of have to getting part of getting your money in good is it was a mistake that I laid the one and a half. No, I didn't the line see itself that. was a mistake. I didn't see that because I don't know exactly which commercial this was. But mm-hmm. I what I'm saying is the price is more important than anything. So your opinions there. But you have to let's say the places far away had it minus two and you laid one and a half in, in the third quarter. Okay, this is fine. Or if the place is far away, also had it minus one and a half, but your opinion has an edge, this is fine. But if the place is far away had the price worse, you, you no, this is this is bad. I, I would just say that from the in game perspective, like stuff I've noticed like the other day I was like crying that uh it may have been Milwaukee. It was someone good. And and they come out of the gate and they're down down ten, twelve. You know? And so all of a sudden, the the in game line is, you know, Milwaukee minus two and a half. Or there's you that's know, when we were here, I think. But but the thing is, it's the it's it's almost like, you know, the, that there are runs. I mean, yeah, the best team could just come and freight train a team and blow them out. But the, but the real opportunity lies not at the half. It it lies early in the game. Where you sit there and you want you want them to come out of the gate slow, and then all of a sudden you've laid seven and a half in a game, and and all of a sudden because they're down nine, you know eight minutes into the game, all of a sudden now you're getting that line for the game at minus one and a half, though, and those opportunities present themselves all the time, and, well, and, and I, you know, and, and, and to get to 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 get that kind of window and in value and, and what the ultimate spread on the game is to get that six or seven point differential it comes early in the game well that's kind of a mean reversion type of way to me i i like that but i would do the opposite the dog is getting crushed right away and then i would just try to time the try to time so the opposite of what he said the seven and a half point favorite that game was wasn't that game 12 or something it was orlando it was it, 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 honestly it was it was something where and it's like and like you, you're sitting there and of course it's only offered for x amount of time right and then it disappears and, and I, you right. missed the window right to hit it 
and and, and literally they go on like a thirteen-two run. You know, mm-hmm. it's like right. it's like, it's like it's almost that anticipatory anticipatory moment. You know when to do it. When, like you said, to get your money in right. I do the opposite it's at the right the, time. I do what you're saying, but the dog, the, the twelve point dog, starts out just getting hammered. I, I like that one better. That's the one I that so so we kind of do the same thing, but but on opposite ends. No, I, no, I would do it either way. Okay, but I, I was just, just use, I was the, using that favorite thing as an example because that's the easier example to give so well, people understand it, right? But I, I mean, and all I'm saying is, and, and you're not doing it just because you know uh, one team started fast, so I'm going to go the other way. Like you said, the reversion thing. It's no, I you know on the way in, I like this team. Yeah, yeah I had an opinion the key. in the that's game, the key. Yeah, and, the, and I'm doing this in right. hockey all over. The, I'm telling you, uh, like, but this I, is I, the but, key. But, but in hockey, I would even say to you, a team. You know, a team I like. I'm do. I'm in many instances. I'm doing a cartwheel when they get scored against yeah, first. Me too. And then I'm no, coming. Yeah, I'm coming. So, I'm coming back in and doing it again at the plus price. Well, yeah, he was kind of saying that on the on the Denver one, but but not as extreme. But but I like that. I agree. As long as I had an opinion so, on the on the favorite going into the game, then I love it. But like to yeah to blindly do it, I would act, I would I would never do that. Unless so let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask you this, Dave. Uh, I get emails. People say, "Ask him this question on the air." So I'm asking the question. Somebody said, "From a, is this a legitimate system? On a, is, does this system have expected value? Which is, if you can get extra points in the first half line, always take the dog." So for an example, I'm looking offshore, far away right now, and I have plus fourteen and a half uh, with the Magic. Uh, and then I have plus 13 and a half for Portland. But in the first half, I have the Magic plus eight and a half, which is actually making the line 16. No. And then I have Portland plus eight and a half. So I'm actually getting extra points no. if I take the dog in the first half. Not at all. Not at all. You're not well, getting extra tell them, because tell, it's a little tell bit more this, than half. All tell, this. This client why, tell this client why. He, in his mind, he's, mo- he's dividing the original well, here's spread. Why. Here's why. Because let's so for those examples, the reason that they do it like that is – Towards, let's say the favorite in the in the in the is up by like twelve in the in the fourth. There's kind of like a let up, and then you also have to remember that when. No, when but we're it, talking about the first half. Right, line. but but I'm explaining why that that it's, okay. it doesn't work like that. There's like a let up at the end of the game too, and also in garbage time. So let's say it's right around the spread. The favorite won't take the last shot. They'll they'll run the the clock out, and but the dog will try to score. So. The let up and then the 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 final, you know, when they're running out the clock or they're trying to score is the reason why it's always a little bit more than than half of the the full game spread, and and you. So can, you're never getting an edge just no. blindly betting the first half dog. No, but I do I do like whenever there's a double digit like that I I always try to look for for the first half too because and I shop around because usually usually. Those type of teams that are a big dog like that, uh, you will find you will find an extra half, first half, and full game if you shop, and an extra half for the first half is worth more than an extra half for the full game because there's less time, if that makes sense. So that's the reason I would play the the first half. Look to play that more than the full game. But but no. How about you? Are you a first half better, Brian, or you simply like to do the eyeball test and wait for the in-game live more now? 
No, actually, uh, yeah, actually, it kind of saved my uh, bacon yesterday. I I laid one with Utah in the first half, and had Utah for the game, and uh, it, it, it it you know was wrong on that. But the the playing Utah in the first half actually, you know, it, it was nice to you know, have a wrong opinion that actually didn't cost you. Right. This is. Can I say something about that too? This is the other reason. So for everybody listening, whenever you have your like, let's let's say you have your own opinion on a game, what he just said. Anytime you can spread it out, uh, first half, and let's say your opinion has an edge. Whenever you can, whenever you can spread it out, first half to full game, you can kind of, you can the variance goes down, and you and you kind of you can manage your risk a lot better too. And and let's say you cover the the first half and you're sitting good. You can kind of mentally feel betting the second half, and I don't really believe in this, but it, but it helps you mentally to, daily, I guess. You can go, well, I already won this 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 first half bet, and then you can kind of press up your your opinion a little bit more in the second half, shop around and try to get some type of value on your bet as well. But I I I, I think it, it it just cuts the swings down too, and and I recommend people do that as much as they so can. So let me. So let me ask you on the Laker Portland game, and then we'll get into some baseball stats. The Laker Portland game. What do you, I'm sure somebody you know in the sports books, someone, maybe even Brian, or maybe even Mike, said to you, "How could you take Portland when you knew it was the Kobe Day 824?" Do you buy into stuff like that, or do you just leave it alone? Like you don't. That's not even coming into your. You know. No, I think stuff like that. In certain situations, like when we talked about you know, when they get their rings the next year, stuff like that could matter, I guess. But I don't know. For the most part, it's it's overplayed. What what was the line on uh, the the game the other night? Seven. Seven and a half. So then, how does how is it tonight that the line's thirteen and a half? That no, I, I'm Lillard's a little confused. Out. Damian Lillard's out. Oh, yeah. there you go. See, there you go. So now the question is: Is that too much of a right exactly. a move? And the value is on Portland. I took it. I have fourteen. This is just so. This is the contrarian panic spot. And then when you do lose, everyone will go. Lillard was out. How could you not know? To <laughs> la- so, but in the long run, you, you, these are the spots you want. You you want everyone to just like bull bull rush the stampede. And you just want to try to get an extra half point, and and just so basically live you with tune it. out all this. You tune out all this, this this noise, so to speak, because obviously it's easy to after the fact. And obviously, you know, Brian has been in radio for twenty years, and I guess you could say, Brian, you know, this is where the wait, radio, wait, wait, sports wait, wait, radio. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. All right, forty years, thirty years, not twenty. <laughs> yeah. So Even here's the feeling. thing, Brian. Could do you think that the that listening to a sports better that's literally has sports radio on all day long, he's getting hit with so much square information unless he's listening to a show like this or one of your other shows that you do. But I mean, just, you know, the regular big networks that everything is kind of like geared to like, Oh, that was easy. Lilo was out. And it reinforces that bad behavior for the next game. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, I mean, the unique nature of this, I mean, like you said, I've been doing this for 40 years. I moved here in 2005, and the reason I moved here was how many times are you sitting in, uh, you know, at a house party watching a football game, and the line is nine, and the game is 16, 
and there's a pick with a minute to go in a game, and the game falls nine, and everybody looks at each other. And goes, <laughs> Smartest hey, guys in the world. What are they doing? Yeah. No, but but these this is a standard value spot because it's obviously been adjusted this game tonight. I mean, so so we go from seven and a half all the way to we're going to be staring at fourteen. It's just a standard spot. It must win. I mean, you you name it, double digit dog fading. It has every fundamental. But but see, I, I guess but forgive me. I almost uh, you know I don't know drinking water wrong pipe. You're good. Almost I had uh, your back. Almost didn't make the end of the show there. Uh, but the the point was. You're sitting there. Well, how do they do that? And everybody says that. Everybody, all the way, every that you know, probably before right. you were betting sports, right. uh, I, I, you know. And and so back in 2005, I said, well, this thing's going to become a thing. There's no doubt. This is going to become a mainstream thing. And we came out, worked with Kenny White, went to LVSC, and said, A, how do they do it? B, who are they? And, and what is the prize? So it was to come out here and really to dive in and say this is a, a really second. Half of my life, if you want to say this is the this is the thing I want to do, and it's kind of a new thing. And now there are many, so many, you know, these kind of shows, and you see it on TV and ESPN, and now it's a mainstream thing. But the point is, just because you said Lillard's out, and people go, "Oh, Lillard's out," I'm going to bet the Lakers. Like, well, wait a second. The odds makers know that Lillard's out. If you out. get it before the adjustment, yeah, congrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the, the odds may, but the education process, the people that are sitting go, oh, he's out. I'm going to bet him on the home. No. You know, the education process. And I, I think even sure. if you want to say, quote, unquote, and I, I'm not, I don't mean it as, like, as an insult when you're pros versus Joes or That's, squares and all that. That is a spot, though, where it is. Right. But but it just, um, but I'm just saying that the, 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 those people would say, oh, he's out. I'm going to bet them. Like, but wait a minute. Do, do, do those people know that that line was minus six, and now that Lillard's out, it's minus nine and a half? And no. what value you no. know, is Lillard's no. departure no. actually worth? Well, there's a high percentage of them too that would even would even lay. Let's say it's for they would in their mind they would lay like twenty. You know, there's a high percentage of those guys that would. Well, but would let's lay not 20. forget. But let's not forget not the last game. The game before the line was seven and a half, and the total was two twenty four and a half, and the game ended on eight and two twenty four, I believe. Correct. So the line and the total were basically eight. right. It ended on eight, and the total ended on the total. It was two twenty four and a half, I believe, but, and but ended on two twenty four. The people just don't care. They're like he said. Do you care that it moves seven points because of this information? No, it's just they're betting it like it's not factored in and it's free money. Well, I'm saying, obviously, I've been around you guys long enough. The old me, look, I always try to think of the old me versus the sharp me, and the old me would be laying 14 and a half like it was nobody's business. But what would um, your logic in the bet be? Oh, Lillard's out, right? I would be listening be your to sports logic. radio at 20 years old going, Lillard's out, and then just take my whole <laughs> bank Total account and, and, yeah. and, and just, oh, if you knew how much, before, oh, my God. I mean, right I'm, there. A hundred percent. But here's the question. <laughs> kill what happens, and Mike Mike knows this, what happens when <laughs> when the Lakers win by 16 and then the square will say to you, who cares, I still won? <sighs> in the end of the day, isn't it all about winning and losing? So in the end of the day, the square's argument would be, well, okay, you keep saying I'm not having value, but the favorites keep well, covering. Well, no, no, it's not. It's not because – it, it maybe it worked for that game, 
but it, but if you made it a ten game sample size of situations like that, more than that, because you can oh, go, oh, yeah. okay, whatever. I use ten games as an, but yeah, okay, yeah. You, that day it worked. But over the next fifty games, you're going to go thirty-five and fifteen, going the other well, way. Not, then it's not about winning that one day. But see, that's that's probably not thirty-five and fifteen. But you have the edge long run, so I think it's a fundamental. It's just another fundamental. The the fading the when the star players out taking that team. It's just another fundamental we look at. So so well, you so. Tonight we have a, a so client, many in that game, fundamentals. That's a client emailed me, and he said, do most professional sports gamblers consider themselves handicappers? So in the true definition of the word, as in pouring over stats and trends, and I said, I don't believe so. I believe most sharp bettors don't consider themselves handicappers. So I'll let two sharp bettors answer that question, Brian well, and Dave. What, well, here, let me, you, let me just throw, throw one A. Now, and I don't know that it's, you know, I, I like it. Um, but the premise was, last night I did it in the belief the number will go up. And, 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 it's, and again, it's one of these odd circumstances. I'm not running all over the joint to be laying a big number, but it's an elimination game. Orlando and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a 14-point favorite. Conceptually, what I'm seeing in the NHL bubble, I'm believing Orlando might check out of here. But the other little nugget was, I don't know if you watched, well, I guess maybe you did, the Utah-Denver. They did a 45-minute presentation (laughs) for uh, the Greek Freak yesterday before the game with the entire Bucks team. He was named the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. So there's this whole, whole big thing with this guy, and you know, and all I want to get better every day, and I want to do this, and I'll do, you know, and I'm like, well, I, I think I think they close these guys out, but I did it last night, and but, now that number's on the rise. That number's up to fourteen and a half. And so see, you want you want to get the best of the number, there, and, whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. But to me, you applied you you did what a sharp better does. You applied multiple fundamentals to make your to make your decision quick and, and early, and the belief. What I would just say, and John, you will attest to this, all our years at Don Best, we would sit there, one of the best things we ever did, on Monday morning, we would sit there and probably, you know, uh, we would identify 80% of the games, it doesn't mean you'd have the right side winning or losing the game, but we could tell you Monday morning which way a number was going to go. Right. Correct. So that was the pro- all those things, but it was also on the premise that I believe, if anything, this number is going to go up. So, and what's the other thing, John? I always say, I've always said to you, it's not always who, it's when. When, but exactly. this is this is you have to. So you have to have your side, your your handicap, your handicapping skills come up with that, and then the timing of the bet. So, so this is kind of applying. This is how the so the sharp betters can make money even without an opinion. But he's combining his skills at handicapping the game and his and his uh, timing of the bet. And th- this is this so is. So, do it. you consider you yourself need. a handicapper, Dave? In a traditional more, more of, uh, casino sense of the word, like the movie Casino, when he's sitting back and he's handicapping the game. I mean, I do. And he's watching. I do, but not to the level. Not not like him. I I'm more of like. I'm obsessed with the timing of the bet more and, and just applying a lot of fundamentals. And 
he watches a lot more of it. I'm, I'm more of just, I don't know how to explain it. A numbers guy. Well, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, but what he said is what. So it's like a boxer, speed and power. You, you need the, you need your, you need to know which sides in the long run have an edge. But, but then part of that is the timing of the bet. Those, those are the two, those are the two important things to me. Like I would even say to you, all right, the people around here, you watched uh, the hockey game last night, um, the Golden Knights. They destroyed Vancouver. In game one. And last yeah. night, they got pitchforked. And now game three's coming. And you, but now you're sitting there going, there's no doubt I don't believe who the better team is. Not but, only did they get pitchforked, but they we, were a plus 220. I would have just taken them. Yes, I noticed well, it. you should have been listening to the, 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 the I'm telling you, after watching game one, you're sitting there going, this guy on the other side's a good coach. Yeah, wasn't it 5 yeah. nothing game one? Yeah, they got mauled. Yeah, but okay. Vancouver, yeah, right. you would not know this reading a box score. Vancouver tried to play a physical game, poking the bear, uh, trying right. to like stand up to the tough guys, and that's not their game. They got destroyed. So clearly, yesterday, you said, there's one, one thing they can do, only one. And that is play their game, open the game up, and their goalie's got to steal a game, steal games for them. It's exactly what they did. It led to an up tempo game, and it led to an over. So that that play, the over was because stylistically, that's what their hand was the right thing to do, and they did it. Now, Vegas after last night ended up chasing the game and actually played right into Vancouver's hands in the next game. The common sense adjustment that Vegas has got to make is we are now going to get the red line. We're going to dump the puck in. We are going to beat them up and play a physical cycle game down low. We're capable of playing an up-tempo, exciting brand of hockey with you, but we're better. We can play either game, so let's play the one that you're not as good at. So the adjustment comes in the next game. This is handicapping at its finest. So here's the question. Here's the question. Game three, 190 over six or plus 165 under six, or you lay one and a half on the Golden Knights plus 135. Here's what I would do. If, just, if the belief the way, is the Golden Knights make the adjustments and play well, better, there's no way. There, there, listen, you should never lay more than 20 cents, 25 cents. Wait, wait, I swear wait, wait. to God, in a hockey here, here's, here's, game, it's the puck what, line or nothing. What, it's plus a dollar ninety. Wait, 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 wait. Here's what John does. John's done this on the Alabama games we've talked about. I said the spread won't come into play. One side's going to win, right? So here's what I would say. Coming off that spank in the Vegas Golden Knights, I would arb the game. I'm sick. I would take, I would lay one and a half on Vegas Golden Knights plus 135. And then I would take plus 165 on Vancouver. And what I'm doing is I'm basically betting both dogs to Vancouver blows them out. I mean, Vegas blows them out, or Vancouver wins outright, and, and I'm scalping money. Uh, you're, no, you're, you're not. You're, no, you're, 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 well, you're not because uh, – what, what, what do you mean? If what, I have what, Vancouver plus 165 and the Vegas Golden Knights no. minus no, one and a half yeah, plus 135, I it, lose. If the Vegas Golden Knights win by and, one, and I lose si- both. And 65% of the games are one well, goal Well, games. the frequency of that happening, it, 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 you lose money in the long run. Yeah, but I'm a square. But I'm a square. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. But oh, I'm, you're I'm, a square, yeah, yeah, okay. No, I mean, uh, right. you're, you're either you're, you're either playing you're, – well, you're playing the dog 
or you're laying the puck line if you're playing the side. Yeah, you're a fool to lay a dollar ninety because the goal the goalie is the great equalizer. And that's right. why and you sure. know seventy percent of the time I'm playing totals because I'm all Correct. about pace of play and how the game will be played stylistically. I kind well, of listen here. I kind of feel too. You can't lay big numbers in hockey, like no, he said. You're nuts. You, it you're seems nuts like you it. can find spots in baseball, well, but I, gotta, I don't know hockey. I'm gonna just run these down quick because you're talking about big numbers, and then I'll let you and Mike end the show so he doesn't sit there listening to his banter all hour long. Real quick, the number I only did. I limited it to nine teams, the five most profitable teams in baseball. San Francisco is 15 and 16. They lead with the cash plus nine hundred and twenty-six dollars. Baltimore is fourteen and fifteen. They're plus eight hundred and fifty-nine dollars. Yeah. Padres on this list somewhere. Come on. N- nope. Miami is fourteen and eleven. They're plus seven hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Tampa Bay's twenty and eleven plus five ninety-six. Oakland's twenty-one and ten plus four seventy-seven. Now, real quick, because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. What's interesting is Baltimore Orioles are thirteen and eleven as an underdog. 13 wins and 11 losses in an underdog. They are 0-4 as a favorite. So, for all you listeners out there, it's not a good spot to take the Orioles when they're laying wood. Small sample Interesting size. enough, I know. I, well, I did you that knew that was you. coming. Um, uh, of course. Interesting enough, when you look at the worst teams in baseball on your money, the Angels are 10-22. and 22. You were down $1,285, the worst money-losing team in all of baseball. Followed by the Reds, eleven and seventeen, minus nine thirty-five. Followed by Boston, minus nine seventeen. Followed by the Mets, minus six sixty. Here's an interesting stat regarding favorites and dogs. The Mets are down four games on the season. They're twelve and sixteen. You ready? They have been a dog eleven times. They are one and ten as an underdog, and eleven and six as a favor small sample size I'll, I'll i'll give it to mr miller but i'm not going to play the mets as a dog unless i'm getting a juicy price but they have some value so far as a favorite same thing with the orioles no good as a favorite very good as a dog but when you look at that stat they're down four games 16 games they've lost of the 16 games that they've lost 11 of them have been in underdogs they've won 12 games 11 of the 12 games that they've won, they've been a favorite. Now I'll pass it on to you and Mike and Brian. To me, that's just random numbers, but you knew I would say that. What do you think? I I wanted to ask you about the in-game wagering aspect of it, where there are anomalies and opportunities that exist. Like One would be... uh, like for argument's sake, a team like the Angels, but you need kind of a quarter. Say a total on a game is nine or nine and a half, and you've got two so-so pitchers with higher ERAs, and these guys come out, but through f- three or four innings, you know they're getting out of jams, right? But the game's only one nothing. But the bases have been loaded. Uh, yeah, you know, and their pitch counts going up. Yeah, right. But the game's only one nothing. But you're yeah. sitting there and you're watching this, so and you're then factoring the, in hits. But and, the but the but the algorithm's going to come and say, yeah. oh, there's only five innings yeah. left, 
And so the total in the game drops to six and a half or seven and a half, right? And you're sitting there going, well, their pitch count's going up. And I know that when these two bullpens on both of these teams come in, they are god-awful. And believe me, you know, they, they, you're getting so much value because, yes, it's one nothing. Normally you say, okay, yeah, no, that, that, I wouldn't touch that because they put a high total. Why is that total that? But it's because that bullpen's going to come in and the game's going to blow up. And it was an anomaly on the front end. They kept it a low-scoring game, but there's value in betting in game. This is, well, this is why offshore and and locally, the, when they use the algorithms and things that come up with these numbers, it's just not worth their time to to take it super too deep many games to that level. Watch. Exactly. So this is how handicap. I'll call that handicapping because you are you're factoring in things. That, this is this is where that can where you can find those those edges. I I I believe in that one for sure. Because because I just know they'll they'll throw up a small max or whatever and then you you sit there. And but I, you but I'm I'm watching the guy warming up in the bullpen. Then I know when this guy comes in, he's giving up four runs if they keep him in more than two innings. The guy the guy putting the number out has no idea about that. Probably right. he's just looking at the. And Mike, what's your opinion on all like, this? You put the number so in it, shape. It, this is funny, Brian. So it looks like you passed the torch from last week to me this week, where I just sit back. Yeah, I know, buddy. <laughs> I enjoyed last I week. <laughs> I get you enjoying so this. Been, I've been get well. I've been kind of working on the side because what's going on is I'm getting all these text messages from all these clients saying Portland again, Portland again, and it's it's so funny how short sighted they are. All they care about is today. They have no money management as much as I drilled into their head, and it's all about price value. We've been talking about it for years, and it's like they have short term memory. They well, only care about today. And they want to risk a large amount of their bankroll because they're going to watch the game and they have no understanding. It's like you have to break these bad habits. And Dave, literally, we've been working together for years. And year after year, we've shown results that profit no matter what. So when you have these swings, the only way to overcome when you have a couple days when you're losing is to have the right money management. Same thing on those winning days. And it's so inconsistent with these guys where they just do not understand the reality that it doesn't matter about an individual game. Everybody tries to micro-analyze one game at a time, and it drives them nuts. So well, if guys next like, week, if I'm going to talk about the Ravens. They're coming. <laughs> We're next season. We're back, so I'll be right if, in if flow for next week. If the masses didn't think like that, though, and, and, draw, and pump money into these markets, we wouldn't have the edges that we have. So this is... I don't know the double-edged sword. I don't know what you call it, but the, yeah, this is this is why we have the edges we have on those panic spots. So, and Mike, Mike, believe me, I did a cartwheel last week, and I am not physically capable of doing a cartwheel. I, I was I was loved sitting back and listening to the other guys. So, uh, sorry if if uh, I mean you were not left out by, by any stretch of the imagination. But but enjoy it. Sit back, relax. Sometimes it's a good thing. I have to talk yep. too much Red Bull. I have to talk. <laughs> There so one before we go, before we go. Did hey, he you did call Brian you a Red Bull today. He did call did you, you the Brian? beast of the East. I mean, you know, there you go. I know. Did you give Brian a Red Bull today? Uh, no. After nine times in a row saying no, I just gave up. This is the first time I didn't <laughs> offer him one. Too, yeah, no, he, he always offers. <laughs> he always offers. Yeah. No, you know, it's 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 just me. I kind of like the lining in my stomach. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Right, listen, guys, it was fun. We invite you to check the website. Dave, good to see you. Thanks. We'll do it again next week. SportsInsiderRadio.com.
It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump says he's sending federal law enforcement to Kenosha, Wisconsin to help restore law and order. The president saying he just got off the phone with Wisconsin Democratic Governor Tony Evers, who has agreed to federal assistance. The president also saying looting, violence, and arson will not be tolerated. And in a developing story, Illinois police are saying they've arrested a juvenile after two Black Lives Matter protesters were shot while they were looting a car dealership. Day three of the Republican National Convention will be highlighted by Vice President Mike